took a stroll on the old long walk of the day I met a little girl and we stopped to talk of a fine soft day And I asked your friend, what's a fella to do? Cause her hair is black and her eyes are blue And I'd be right then, I'd be taking a world a salt you prime with a Galway girl. Oh. We're halfway there when the rain came down of a day. Just me up to her flat downtown on a fine soft day. And I ask you, friend. Cause her hair was black and her eyes were blue I took her hand and I give her a twirl Oh, and I lost my heart to a Galway And welcome to another episode of Coachella Kate. If you hadn't already guessed it, we are doing Irish folk music, Irish folklore. We're really diving into that world. Uh, it's been my world for the 24 years I've been on this planet. Um, but I just kind of want to share it with you guys. Uh, I should have started off saying diaguit, which means hello in Gaelic, which is the language that they speak in Ireland, along with English. Uh, but yeah. Let's talk about some things. Those songs that you heard were by the Dropkick Murphys, State of Massachusetts, uh, A Pair of Brown Eyes by the Pogues, and The Galway Girl by Sharon Shannon. Yeah, Sharon Shannon. Wow, that tricked me up, but I'm here. I've got it. I'm, we've made it. Uh, lots of music on here is uh, some more popular things that you probably might have heard, along with some stuff you might not have heard. I did also sneak in a song that I have done. A, uh, an Irish tip dance too, which is kind of cool. So when we get there, I'll tell you all about it. But for those of you who don't know, uh, I am a very, very Irish lass. I grew up Irish step dancing for 15 years and St. Patrick's Day has always been a giant celebration in my family. Uh, it's always been a good time. St. Patrick's Day, we would always hang out and eat corned beef and cabbage and do the whole hoopla and listen to the music and it's always a good time. Uh, I also performed Irish step dancing for 15 years, like I said. Uh, I did the whole kit and caboodle costumes, uh, cheer curls in my hair, and I dyed my hair so much that they definitely didn't match all the time, uh, but that's okay. But uh, lots of stuff like that. I used to have all of the shoes in Irish step dancing. You normally will have two pairs of shoes. One is your soft shoe, which is called a ghillie, uh, which is just a soft shoe that you lay up your lace up your foot uh and then there's another shoe called an har a hard shoe which is literally just a high-heeled tap shoe basically but without the same type of material as tap 
Uh, but yeah, it kind of sounds the same, kind of same thing. I grew up and I used to go to uh, Celtic camps, which kind of leads into the theme of today, which is leprechauns. Um, but I used to go to Celtic camps as a kid. And when I wasn't attending, I was one of the like assistant teachers that helped out and stuff. Um, and we would make, we would learn about different words in Gaelic, uh, which is where my first tattoo came from. I have the word slancha written on my wrist in my best friend's handwriting, uh, which means cheers and good health to all, uh, which I really love. And I got that from a Celtic camp in the early 2000s from one of my teachers. Um, but yeah, we would used to make, we used to make these like little leprechaun traps uh, to try and catch leprechauns. And, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about that folk folklore and why that really didn't happen. You can't catch leprechauns. And, you know, there's lots of folklore about it, but I'm going to talk a little bit more about that later. Uh, I'm going to play some more music. Uh, the next songs I'm going to play is another one by the Dropkick Murphys, but also Great Big C and Flogging Molly. All the night that Patty Murphy died is a night I'll never forget. Some of the boys got loaded drunk and they ain't got sober yet As long as a bottle was passed around, every man was feeling gay O'Leary came with a bagpipe, some music for the play That's how they showed their respect for Patty Murphy That's how they showed their honor and their pride They said it was a sin and a shame and they winked at one another And every drink in the place was full the night Pat Murphy died As Mrs. Murphy sat in the corner pouring out her grief Kelly and his gang came tearing down the street They went into an empty room and a bottle of whiskey stole They put the bottle with the corpse to keep that whiskey cold That's how they showed their respect for Patty Murphy That's how they showed their honor and their pride They said it was a sin and shame and they winked at one another And every drink in the place was full the night Pat Murphy died About two o'clock in the morning after emptying this jug Doyle rose up the icebox, lit the sea for Patty's mug He stopped the clock so Mrs. Murphy couldn't tell the time And at a quarter after two we argued it was nine That's how they showed their respect for Patty Murphy That's how they showed our honor and our pride They said it was a sin and a shame and they winked at one another And every drink in the place was full the night Pat Murphy died On George Street outside Sundance Saloon They all went in at half past eight And staggered out at noon They went up to the graveyard So holy and sublime Found out when they got there They left the corpse behind That's how they showed their respect for Patty Murphy That's how they showed their honor and their pride They said it was a sin and a shame And we winked at one another And every drink in the place was full of night Pat Murphy died Forget. Some of the boys got a loaded drunk and they ain't been sober yet As long as the bottle was passed around, every man was feeling gay Oh, Larry came with a bagpipe, some music for the play That's how they showed their respect for Patty Murphy That's how they showed their honor and their pride They said it was a sin and shame and they winked at one another And every drink in the place was full the night Pat Murphy died Well, every drink in the place was full the night Pat Murphy died Let's finish. 
back down and sit beside your feet tonight Wherever I am, you'll always be More than just a memory If I ever leave this world Will soon subside. So, in a word, don't shed a tear. I'll be here when it all gets weird. If I ever leave this world alive, That was the Dropkick Murphys, Flogging Molly, and Great Big C. Uh, hope you liked it. I really like all those songs. I think they're really rad and great. Uh, we're going to talk about leprechauns. Um, so if people don't believe in the things I believe in, I respect you for that. But I really like, you know, the stars and the folklore and all the things. I'm very Irish, and I kind of believe I am a leprechaun. So you're going to have to, like, bear with me here. Um there are many different ways to spell leprechaun and say it and all of the things. Um, I'm not going to try to say any of them. We're going to stick with leprechaun just because I don't want to butcher the heritage that I love so much and the language, but we're just going to keep on trucking. But uh, let's talk about the little guys. Um, leprechauns are only men. Uh, there are no women leprechauns. Um, just, you know, the folklore. Who knows how they procreate? We're just going to keep on trucking. Uh, leprechauns are only men, which is a very weird thing in the folklore. But they're only men. There are no women. Women are mostly of the fairy variety and things like that. Um, the biggest misconception is that they look like Lucky, the Lucky Charms guy. That they wear, like, the big hat, the big green suit, and all of the things like that. Uh, leprechauns are actually known for wearing, like, a red fancy suit. Very fancy boys. Um, and their main job is that they're shoemakers. They're very quick-witted, they're very intelligent, uh, and they just don't want to be captured. Um, and like always in the Irish culture, they are often found making one shoe, not two shoes. They're often just whittling one shoe uh, and drinking, like, a pitcher of beer. Um, that they've made themselves. Uh, they're very tiny. They're very solitary beings. Like I said, you're never really going to find them together. And most mythical creatures that are not leprechauns don't love them. Uh, so that's kind of why they're so alone. Uh, if you catch them, you get three wishes. But I'm going to tell some 
folklore-ish after this, after we play some more music, uh, you have to be very careful with the wishes you make. Uh, leprechauns are very tricky and very cunning, and they'll change your wishes around and kind of, they have the ability to curse you for a while. So you got to be careful with them. Uh, they live in like underground holes, like underground tunnels and stuff like that in Ireland. There is, there, they say that there's this little uh, leprechaun colony in Portland, Oregon. And I read a little bit about it because I was like, that's kind of cool. It's literally just the world's smallest park that some guy maintains. And he's like, a leprechaun could live here. No, no one saw a leprechaun there. They're only in Ireland. Don't be fooled. Don't go to Portland, Oregon and think you're going to find a leprechaun. It's not going to happen. But a fun fact for you, uh, before we jump into like the folklore of it, uh, leprechauns are actually protected under a European directive, which is from about like 2009. So with all of the shenanigans that are happening in America and the dumpster fire that is our world right now, we can all just rest assured that leprechauns are protected over in Ireland where they live. Uh, and then the last thing is that I, like I said, leprechauns make shoes. I sound so into this as I'm talking about it. I really sound like this is like my lifelong dream. Like my, I love leprechauns. I believe in them so hard. Like I really just sound crazy, but I'm going to go with it. Uh, leprechauns love Irish music, obviously traditional dance. They'll hold this thing called Kaylee dances, uh, which is just like big group choreographed dances that happen, um, that are said to last for days. And they often play like a little tin whistle and stuff. But the reason that they're always making shoes, <clears throat> I just choked a little bit. The reason that they're always making shoes is that they dance so much that they wear them out. So that they're always making them for themselves, which is cool. Uh, I'm going to play some more music and then we'll talk a little bit more like folklore and things like that. And yeah, hope you like it. I am a little beggar man, I'm begging I have been For three score or more in this little island green I'm known from the Liffey down to Segu And I'm known by the name of old Johnny Doo Of all the trades that's going, I should beg and is the best For when a man is tired, he can sit down and rest He can beg for his dinner, he has nothing else to do Only cut around the corner with this old rig a I stepped in the barn, right down a caravan. A wet night came on, and I slept till the dawn. With holes in the roof and the rain coming through, and the rats and the cats they were playing peekaboo. When who did awaken but the woman of the house with her white spotty apron and her calico blouse? She began to frighten, and I said, Boo, Ira, don't be afraid, Mom, it's only Johnny Doo. I met a little flaxy haired girl one day. Good morning, little flaxy haired girl, I did say. Good morning, little beggar man, and how do you do? With your rags and your tights and your old rigger do. I buy a pair of leggings and a collar and a tie. And a nice young lady, I'll fetch by and by. I'll buy a pair of goggles and colour them blue. And an old fashioned lady, I will make her too. With me great heavy sack With holes in me shoes And me toes peeping through Singing skinny rinky doodle Oh and oh Johnny do I must be going to bed For it's getting late at night The fire's all raked And out goes the light So now you've heard the story Of me old rig do It's goodbye and got me with you Says old Johnny do
When you read, you start with ABC. When you drink, you start with Do, Re, Mi. Do buys beer, it buys me beer. Ray, the guy who sells me beer. Me, the one who drinks my beer. Far, a long way to the John. So, I'll have another beer. Lager, lager, lager beer. Tea, no thanks, I'll have a beer. That will bring us back to do, 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 do. Buys beer, it buys me beer. Ray, the guy who sells me beer. Me, the one who drinks my beer. Far, a long way to the John. So, I'll have another beer. Lager, lager, lager beer. Tea, no thanks, I'll have a beer. That will bring us back to do, 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 do. Buys beer, it buys me beer. Ray, Ray, the guy who sells me beer. Me, me, the one. Who drinks my beer? Far, far, a long way to the John. So, so, I'll have another beer. La, lager, lager, lager beer. Tea, tea, no thanks, I'll have a beer. That will bring us back to do, 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 do.
I hope you liked that music. That was the High King singing The Little Beggar Man, uh, Seamus Kennedy singing the beer song, and Flogging Molly with Drunken Lullabies. Fun fact, if I was a boy, I would have been named Seamus, Seamus Dugas. Um, kind of happy to be Kate, but would have been fun anyway. Uh, we're going to jump into some folklore, some leprechauns, some tiny little men in red suits. Um, when I was in my Celtic camp, we used to make little traps and we would put little snacks around and like, it's, it's basically as if you're like trying to catch a little animal. Um, and you like set up a little thing and see if they go underneath it and knock it down, whatever. We would set it up at the end of the day. We would come back the next day and all the snacks would be gone. All the traps would be like undone, set, whatever, closed. And you'd be like, oh, dang it didn't catch the leprechaun but they'd leave a little note and be like haha can't catch me because they're little assholes um and they'd leave like little candy and stuff which was cute and i'm a little bit ashamed to say i believed more in leprechauns than i did like the tooth fairy but that's just the way that i lived my life and i'm not not ashamed um so we're gonna tell um my favorite irish folklore and it's it's told a lot with different names to it. Um, but the story kind of remains the same. So I'm going to tell it and I hope you like it. Uh, and I hope it, you know, enlightens you to like Irish folklore a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk about the famous tale of Tom Fitzpatrick and Leprechaun Who Got Away. Uh, Tom was walking through a meadow one Sunday when he heard clackety, clackety, click. Tom thought it was an odd sound here in the middle of nowhere, so he stood on tiptoes and peered over a gray stone wall. And sure enough, he saw a wee little man wearing a cocked hat on his head and a leather apron. The little man was drinking from a pitcher and pounding away with a tiny little hammer on a wee little shoe. He never believed in leprechauns, but suddenly there was one right before his eyes. And he knew all about them. He knew if he could fool one, he'd be rich, because he knew that leprechauns guard pots of gold. He knew if he could catch this fella, and if he asked where his treasure was, leprechaun would have to take him there. But he knew he nev must never let him out of sight, not for one second, or he would disappear. So keeping his eyes on the little old man, Tom walked forward and said, God bless you, neighbor. The leprechaun looked up and said, thank you. Tom asked why he was working on a holiday. It was a holiday, you see. The little man just shook his head. Nobody's business, he said. But he did offer to share his beer. When Tom heard that, well, he knew this was a real live leprechaun because they make homemade beer. Uh, quick as a flash, Tom reached for the leprechaun and caught him by the arm. He spilled all the beer from the pitcher, and when the leprechaun looked up, he saw a different Tom, a fellow who looked wicked mighty. Who looked mighty wicked. Uh, Tom told the leprechaun he'd harm him if he didn't show him where his treasure was buried. So the leprechaun said, come along, it's just a few fields away. And off they went. Tom was holding that leprechaun tight and never taking his eyes off him. They crossed hedges and bogs and ditches. Everyone knows the leprechaun was only trying to make the journey harder than he had to. At long last, they came to a field full of ragweed or bullion, and the leprechaun pointed to one of the plants and said, dig under there, that's where my gold is buried. But Tom didn't have a spade, and neither did the leprechaun, so he knew he'd have to run home and fetch one. He thought a minute, how would he remember which... Uh, which bush it was. Then he grinned. He took off one of his garters, a red one it was, and he tied it around the bush. Then he set the leprechaun free and he ran for home. He got a spade out of his father's barn and he raced back to the field. But when he got there, what do you know? Every single bush was wearing a bright red garter, one identical to the one he owned. And he knew if he wanted to find that treasure, he'd have to dig up the whole field. So Tom went home and cursed the leprechaun for fooling him. And that is a very popular folklore uh, from... Ireland, I guess. Uh, it ends kind of differently in many different stories. In some stories, they do dig up the whole field and don't find anything. Uh, in others, they just go home and kind of stuff like that. Uh, but it kind of just shows that even if you are shown where the gold is, it's not exactly going to happen for you. There's another one which I'll summarize um, of a young girl who finds a leprechaun in the same sort of manner, sitting by himself, working on a shoe uh, with a pitcher of beer, obviously. Um, and she catches him a lot more aggressively than the other man does. And she asks where his money is. And he, she says, uh, please take me there. And he says, well, if you put me down, I'll lead you there. And she says, no, I'm not putting you down. We're just going to go. So they walk and he says, do you see the castle? And she turns where the castle is and the castle is on fire and they're screaming. And as she gives a run, she misses the weight of the leprechaun in her hand and she drops him and the castle is no longer on fire and the leprechaun's gone which is also kind of a fun one. I like that a lot. Um, there is no folklore of leprechauns ever like truly being caught, truly being caught and, you know, staying caught, I guess, in the sense. There's also no 
stories that are not folklore about it, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, that's kind of a cool folklore story that I really enjoy. Uh, we're going to jump back into some more music and then I'm going to read some Irish poems and talk a bit more. Uh, this next song I'm playing is from Michael Flatley's Lord of the Dance. It's called Warriors and it's a song I actually have danced to, which is kind of cool to me. And then we're playing some more Dropkick Murphys and the Pokes.
the union go on Say hey Johnny boy the battle call United we stand, divided we fall Together we are what we can't be alone We came to this country, you made it all Say hey Johnny boy the battle call United we stand, divided we fall Together we are what we can't be alone Warriors from Michael Flatley's Lord of the Dance by Ronan Hardman. Uh, that was Dropkick Murphy's Boys on the Dock and The Irish Descendants with uh, Mick McGuire. Uh, yeah, I hope you liked it. I think it's a nice flavor and taste of music that I like to listen to in the Irish world. Um, and yeah, I think it's kind of cool to also listen to music without words. I'm a very like classical music person and I think that that's uh, lost in the world sometimes to listen to music that doesn't have words in it but I think it's kind of cool and you get to create your own story in your head um, but yeah so I'm gonna read some Irish poems and I usually do something along the lines of astrology since I am your favorite little Libra sister um, and I usually do something along the lines of numerology as I've done in the past but this week I'm going to be talking about spirit animals and how when you see an animal what it means to your day and what it means to your life. Um, yeah. 
But we'll start off with one that I found that is about leprechauns. Um, and then we'll jump to another one that's not. And then we'll talk about spirit animals, which if you're laughing at home, I am too. So <laughs> just keep on trucking. Uh, lay your ear close to the hill. Do you not catch the tiny clamor? Busy click of an elfin hammer. Voice of the leprechaun singing shrill as he merrily plies his trade. I thought it was cute. I hope you think it's cute. And if you don't, you can stop listening and that's okay. Or you could keep listening and widen your views of the world. You know what I'm saying? Um, we're going to go to another one, which is about a four-leafed clover. Uh, if you've never found one, you should definitely try. It's super fun and super satisfying. I say that from memories of a child. I don't know if it would be so now, but I feel like any good in the world that I find right now is basically like finding a four-leaf clover because the world's a bit of a dumpster fire. So let's make some light where we can. Uh, this is called the four-leaf clover. I know a place where the sun is like gold and the cherry blooms burst with snow. And down underneath in the loveliest nook where the four-leaf clover grow, one leaf is for hope and one is for faith and one is for love, you know. And God put one in for luck. If you search, you will find where they grow. But you must have hope and you must have faith. You must love and be strong. And so if you work, if you wait, you will find the place where the four-leaf clover grows. That's that. I also think that's cute and wonderful. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Irish folklore and stuff like that. It was really fun. Um, I was bebopping the whole time. I thought it was really rad. Um, and yeah, really, really cool. Uh, but ending on that, since spirit animals have nothing to do with Irish folklore, in the sense I'm talking about them right now, this week we're talking about the turkey. Um, I recently saw a bunch of turkeys in my yard, which I have lived in my apartment for about two years now and I've never seen before. Uh, so I was wondering what it means. And if anybody knows, like when you see an animal out in the wild that you like haven't really seen often, um, they kind of mean something in the world, in the realm that you exist in. Um, I looked it up and it says similar to the jellyfish, the turkey spirit animal, which you know, we'll read on, but I don't know how jellyfish and turkey are super related. But uh, the turkey spirit animal is a symbol of abundance. Uh, it's kind of encouraging you to celebrate the resources that you have that nourish your physical and emotional and spiritual aspects. And it also speaks about feminine energies that are at work in your life. Um, I work in the theater industry, as you all know. Uh, it's not super common to work with a ton of females. And when it is, it's kind of really cool. But it is a more male-dominated world, um, you know, which is fine in a sense as long as you fight for what you know that you know. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that that kind of speaks a little bit because I love all the people that I work with and I love that I get to see super strong women working with me. Our executive director, Kathleen Cavallaro, is one of the most badass women I've ever met. And I'm so happy that she leads us day to day to just name one but along with Alyssa Dumas who is our associate artistic director Lisa O'Connell is our company manager like every woman who works in this building kicks ass and I think that's really really awesome um but yeah I'm glad that that spun off of talking about turkeys um hope everybody's having a wacky Wednesday because I know I am uh, we're going to jump back into a few more songs, but thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you for listening to the tales of leprechauns and things like that. I really enjoyed this. I'm hoping maybe to do this again soon because I think I could talk about this for years and years and I <laughs> wouldn't even need to read poems and stories. Um, but yeah, have a good rest of your week. Hope to see you next week and stay neat, dudes. As I was going over the far-famed Cary Mountains Met the captain for a land, his money he was counting First we juice me pistol, then we juice me rapier Said stand and deliver, burn a bowl of seamer With shirring, do we do, do we What for me daddy-o, what for me daddy-o There's whiskey in the jar I counted out my money, it made a pretty penny I put it in my pocket, I took it home to Jenny She sighed and she swore, never will deceive me Never take the women far, you never can be easy With Sherry, look a doo look a What for me daddy-o, what for me daddy-o There's whiskey in the jar I went to my chamber, far to take a slumber Dreamt the golden jewels and for sure it was no wonder Jenny drew me charges, held them up with water Sent for Captain Farrell, I was ready at the slaughter With Sherry, look a doo look a da What for 
Yeah.